My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Times we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to Conservative Daily, everybody. We have uh, a lot going on today. Maricopa County is, they have just started their meeting. Uh, we were watching, uh, trying to find a feed. Uh, they had a few that were not working. Nothing that was, uh, nothing that they were showing from the meeting. It looks like they pushed back the meeting from eight o'clock to nine. Uh, Joe and, and David and others have been there uh, since early this morning. Uh, they have a Microsoft Teams meeting, which uh, that we put out on socials. I'll put it out again if anyone wants to see it. Uh, but no one was allowed, uh, to my knowledge, to see anything that happened earlier, if anything did occur already. Uh, so now we're just waiting to see uh, what they have to say now. So we'll be tuning into that. But first, uh, we, have, uh, we have a very cool guest and one that I'm very excited to, to talk to today and for everyone to get to meet. He hasn't been on this show, uh, but he has a, along with his brothers, a, I mean, potentially end-all, be-all Supreme Court case for some of the nonsense that we have been facing over the last few years. Uh, his, no, his name is Lloyd Brunson. Uh, so I'm going to jump into everything. We're probably going to go way over today because uh, I'm going to stick with the streams and make sure that we're getting updates from on the ground. This is day four of the Arizona Revote protests. This is day four of people gathering peacefully to exercise their First Amendment and uh, demand some kind of remedy for the disgraceful uh, show that we saw in the midterms in Maricopa. Uh, but we'll get into that later. Right now, we have Lloyd with us, so I want to bring him on. Uh, Lloyd Brunson, welcome to the show, brother. It's really a pleasure to, to speak with you and to have you on today. Well, thank you, Paulo. It's great to be here. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. So there's a couple cases going on here. Uh, I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you a few minutes to, uh, you know, to give everyone an overview because most of our, our audience, I'm going to make the assumption, isn't very familiar with them. Uh, but you have cases uh, which, and I think it's kind of funny how it rolled out. Uh, I know I'd listened to some of your other interviews, and you'd said you knew that you, know, you were going to work your way through up to appeal and were going to you know, aim for the Supreme Court. Uh, the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals, they kind of they played games with it. Uh, with your case, Loy Arlen Brunson uh, versus uh, Shelby and a whole bunch of other people, but you're charging 
or your complaint mentions uh, nearly 400 people in Congress who failed to protect the sacred vote uh, of the American people, of yourself, and who failed in their uh, in their oath of office or in breach of duty. So I just want to give you a uh, a few minutes. Uh, explain everyone what the the saga has been uh, now getting up to this point where uh, this uh, you know this this filing has actually been docketed for review by the Supreme Court. Sure. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say you can go to sevendiscoveries.com, and uh, there's a link there. I think it says uh, court case updates, and we try to update in real time. And uh, so attorneys have looked at this and kind of shake, just kind of scratched their heads and said, if law firms had handled this, would be in the $2 million range in legal fees up to this point over the last two years. Uh, battling and, and from state court, suing two federal courts in state court and the two federal cases that we have that one is in front of the Supreme Court right now with. So uh, I started this, uh, my brother, the three, the four brothers, three brothers mostly focused on this. Um, we're known as the Brunson brothers, we're trumpet players. People are looking at Brunson brothers history on YouTube and kind of getting a kick out of the trumpet part of this whole thing. But uh, my, my, my main brother that really knows the legal procedure, uh, he got a little upset with the prime, the subprime mortgage bundling, and he was hurt by that, and he had a bunch of real estate, and so he decided he wanted to fight the banks because of all the corruption, and he didn't want to pay for attorneys, so, so uh, I think he found something on the internet where it taught legal procedure. Anyway, so he, he was actually... Uh, successful somewhat prevailing against some of the banks not uh, as much as he wanted but over the course of quite a quite a few months years whatever he was able to actually take two of his cases to the US Supreme Court and that's a very very difficult thing to do so he he knew how to do that so he calls me on the phone he says hey Loy, uh, I want to I want to sue the members of Congress that wouldn't allow a 10-day investigation I mean that was a that was a national security breach. Uh, when you have when you have evidence of crimes and fraud that that could affect the security of the whole country, especially in a, in a voting situation, they should be investigated. And so he was pretty upset watching the congressional hearings that they that Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and about a hundred others wanted a ten day investigation, which was really the legal way to do it, and uh, they were obligated to do it. And so three hundred and 87 or whatever members of Congress and, and Mike Pence didn't allow that to happen. And so he decided he wanted to file, file a lawsuit and he felt like I would be, do a better job explaining it and litigating and stuff. And so, so he asked me if I would be the plaintiff and I said, yes, sure, I'll do it. Absolutely. So we started that in federal court. And as we were going along fighting that in federal court, uh, going back and forth with the U.S. attorneys, uh, my other brother, who was helping a lot, uh, decided that it would be a good idea for him as well to file a suit. So we would have two cases going instead of just one, knowing that one of them's going to get there before the other. And that was the goal. We knew that the U.S. attorneys were going to get it dismissed. But it's funny, he started in state court. It's like, okay, yeah, start in state court. You want to start in state court? Go ahead. It's a federal case. Start in state court. <laughs> so, so he started in state court, third district court of Utah. And, uh, and the U.S. attorneys, of course, had it removed to the federal court. It's like, okay, that's cool. Let's just, as long as decisions are being made, 
And I'm sorry about the juggling. I'm like sitting on a chair <laughs> in my yeah, you're fine, house. brother. Yeah. So, so, so we said, okay. So we got it to federal court and they filed a motion to dismiss. We did an opposition, fought it back and forth. And we're just hoping they make a decision. It's like, go ahead and dis dismiss it as long as it's a decision. Because without a decision, we can't move forward. And with a decision, a dismissal decision, we can move right to the U.S. Supreme Court. So that happened pretty rapidly. And mine was quite a battle. I mean, it was unbelievable. Mine, the U.S. Marshal Service actually started serving nancy pelosi and others uh summonses okay and and then the federal judge in my case canceled it and said and apologized said it was a mistake so nancy pelosi and about 80 others were served my summons and complaint by the u.s marshal service i think that was march 31st so, 2021 so, and, so hold right there so the reason the reason that the marshals were serving them is because this was during all the covid you know nonsense right so you could even get process yeah. servers you guys were oh. We're kind of stuck. That's right. So the, the court right. actually ruled, yeah, marshals go and serve these people. They <laughs> they, yeah, they you know them. allowed them. They ordered them to do that, and then they kind of went, nah, yeah. takes these backsies, uh, and said right. that was a mistake, right? Yeah, and that was pretty cool because we didn't have to pay for it. They they had to do it at their expense because that was the only way it could be done. So we couldn't. So they it was going to be free. So anyway, so let me shift back to the case that's in front of the Supreme Court now. Now, mine's still in federal court and still alive and well. We can move that forward at some point when we choose it's the right time. So here my brother is appealing. We're appealing the, the, the federal court of Utah's decision to dismiss uh, to the 10th Circuit. We thought, hey, as soon as we get that adjudicated, that finalized in decision to uh, you know, it's like, go ahead and uphold the, the motion to dismiss. Just do it quickly, right? So, so we could take it to the Supreme Court. But four months goes by and nothing happens. And so we got together and it's like, hey, we're kind of stuck here. Uh, they could sit on this forever like mine in federal court. So what are we going to do? So we put some pressure on my, my legal-minded brother that understands procedure. And he says, nothing we can do. And I says, well, come on, find something. You can do it. <laughs> so he called me excitedly on the phone and he says, I found it. I found it. Supreme Court Rule 11 allows you to bypass the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals or the, the Circuit Court. And you can go straight to the Supreme Court if they categorize it as a national emergency. So what we're going to do is we're going to, on the cover of the petition, and they have a very strict, specific way to bind and format petitions to keep it strictly organized and brief. You know, they even have a certified word count. I mean, it's pretty amazing how complex it is. Uh, to, to make it simple for them. So here we are. We, 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 we send it off. You know, we send off the, the petition for writ of certiorari in the United States Supreme Court under, let's say, this court's Rule 11, which means we're claiming this is a national emergency. And so we're, we're just praying that, oh, my gosh, I hope, hope they look at this and they let us to bypass bypass the 10th circuit so we're not stuck there you know forever and nothing happens so five days later my brother Roland calls me on the phone he says we just i just got a phone call from the clerk of the court now the clerk of the supreme court is not a judicial clerk okay it's not an intern the clerk of the supreme of the of the supreme court of the united states just happens to be a lawyer that was the attorney for the Supreme Court for 11 years. And he heads up, he heads up the, the clerk's office for the whole court. And so a case analyst called from his office and told my brother, he says, 
I've got some great news. They have agreed to accept our Rule 11 bypassing the 10th Circuit. It's like, oh my gosh. And he says they've also requested that we put more information in it. They're looking at the docket. They're reviewing the, ca the lower court cases. And they want us to put some specific things in the petition, which I understand aren't really required, but they wanted that. So, and then he says, and then he says, how soon can you get it to us? It's like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. So we hurried and uh, and put uh, put a new one together with the stuff that they wanted us to put in. And as we were about to have it bound to send it to them, we get a notice from the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals that we were bypassing that they had made a decision. And so it's like, well, we don't need Rule 11 now. I mean, we can just go straight there. So we thought, well, should we take that part of, the, of it out to reduce the pages in the petition and so we thought we better call the clerk's office of the court and find out so my brother called this the clerk's office with a special number that he has and uh, the case analyst said now that that's happened we don't need rule 11 take that off just make sure you put in there what we've asked you to put in and get it to us as soon as possible and they said how soon can you get this to us and he says well i think we're looking at two weeks and and the and the, and the analyst said, well, would like to get it sooner, but two weeks will work. So just get it to us as soon as you can. So, so a week pause later, there we for were a sec. ready. Pause there sure. for a sec. Before you go into this, uh, so what, what does that look like to you? Because you know, I, was, I was hearing a little bit of this story. Uh, did, was the Tenth Circuit Court, were, were they not aware of this Rule 11 option? Did they just, do you think uh, they just didn't think you would ever figure it out? I mean, I find it well, funny that as soon as you, you do it, they, they all of a sudden decide to throw a ruling out. Well, this might be the first Rule 11 the Supreme Court has ever seen. So we're, we're, assuming, and we're assuming that the Tenth Circuit wasn't aware of it. The Tenth Circuit has three judges. And I won't get, go into it, but we just received something today from the Tenth Circuit. They're making some kind of a futile attempt to do something which they cannot do. So because they've already... The, Part of the story, the Solicitor General that's now taken over from the U.S. Attorney's position has already, with a document, waived any of their rights to fight this petition before it goes to conference. So it's going to conference without any opposition. So that's another miracle. So here we are. So we, so he's saying, hey, they've agreed. They've, they now they want it as soon as possible. So without the Rule 11 part in it. So we, we told them two weeks, and a week we're ready to go. So. We overnighted it on a Thursday, I believe that was October 20th, got it on the 21st, and on Monday the 24th, it was docketed and filed as though they had received it on the 20th, which is, I believe, standard procedure. They'll, they'll show that it was filed the day we mailed it. And then they noticed the U.S. attorneys that they had till the 23rd of November to file an opposition, and I just explained what happened with that. On the 23rd of November, we received a notice that the U.S. attorneys had been relieved from their duties of defending the 388 respondents, I'll call them defendants, and they now are represented by the Solicitor General. I believe her, her name is Elizabeth Prelogger, and she is now their representative. And so, and then we noticed, then, then we got that she, on that day, she could have filed for an extension or she could have filed an opposition you know, trying to cement their case that this should be tossed at conference where the nine justices vote. But no, she didn't do that. She actually did something that we were pretty happy about. 
and that is she filed a waiver. She filed a waiver waiving all of their rights to do any plans prior to conference to try to get the justices uh, toss it. Now, the justices can decide to let them do a waiver if they choose. That's important. But now we're now we get thinking about what some of the stuff the uh, the Supreme Court asked us to put in there. And what we put in there is uh, their motion to dismiss. So in a way, they can't say, well, we didn't have a chance to defend ourselves here, you know. And it's like the, the justices could say, oh, we to heck, to heck, you didn't. We have your motion to dismiss pre presented by the U.S. attorneys in the lower courts right in the petition. And also our opposition is in there. So the strategy behind all this is really kind of mind boggling to us. We see things happening. It's like just miracle after miracle after miracle allowing us to get to where we are with this one case and the response we're getting from the Supreme Court. And uh, so now there we are. Uh, uh, we're waiting now. We're looking at the docket. We'll be looking at it today. And again, I'll say go to sevendiscoveries.com. And you can see the docket. You can see what we've what we've reproduced from the docket, showing every step of both the federal cases that my brother and I have filed. So you can see, and in real time, we'll we'll post what you can go to SupremeCourt.gov and do a search there. You can do a 22-380 uh, docket search. You can't just do the normal search on the U.S. Supreme Court website, SupremeCourt.gov. You've got to get down to docket search i think it's another search bar just further until you get the right search bar and search for 22-380 they binded another number for references for the 10th circuit court of appeals which i don't understand so this has two numbers the other number is 22-4007 which i think is a fun number 4007 so <laughs> those two numbers so there it is and we, it, the next step is it goes to conference. Now they have conference, I think Friday and the following Friday. So we could see this going to conference as soon as this Friday or the following Friday, it just depends on the scheduling. And so we're watching the docket to see now if the Supreme Court will, will um, post a conference date. Now, let me just say again, Conferences where nine justices go into a room by themselves, no litigants, no, no one from either party of the case go into this room and they review these cases, they review the case and they take a vote and they vote on whether to move it forward or not. They don't vote on whether it's a win or not, but they vote to move it forward or not. And we only need four out of the nine votes to move this forward. Okay. Now, because this has already been considered a national uh, security type case, they can do anything they want. They can actually include the full, the full, uh, the full, and adjudicate the full complaint. Normally, uh, the Supreme Court justices will uphold a decision or reverse a decision. This is a situation completely adjudicate and execute the reliefs and the whole the whole complaint. So we're pretty excited about it. We're keeping our eyes open. So that's kind of an update. Go to sevendiscoveries.com. And if anyone wants to support this, even if it's $1, $1 tells us you're out there, you're listening, you're praying for us. So go to sevendiscoveries.com, make a dollar donation by downloading the complaint and uh, or anything else that's available. We actually have available exact replica copies. We made extra copies that we sent to the Supreme Court and we actually have 
that that's the complaint right yeah that's the website but we actually have exact copies that they have because we've downloaded their cover so if for thirty dollars with priority mail shipping you can get the actual hard copy printed perfect bound copy exactly as they require it uh with the with the stamps of the court on it yeah i think you can go down somewhere right there on the base and see a picture of it maybe it shows what it is but uh, so yeah go to sevendiscoveries.com and uh, let us know you're out there supporting this so uh that's pretty much it in, a, it in a nutshell there's a lot of funny interesting stories with all the cases you know including us taking the 10th circuit court of appeals and the federal court of utah to state court and the litigation that went on between with the, the U.S. attorneys and how they even complained to the judge that the judge was taking too long and uh, <laughs> hurting both sides. So it's pretty funny and pretty interesting if you want to just look at the docket. And there's a lot that I could go on for hours sharing interesting, funny stories about this whole thing. So well, but we're excited about where it is. And th- let me just say this actually this this is the most powerful petition that has ever been presented to the supreme court in my opinion this isn't just a petition this is this includes the complaint so it's a it's a case and this gives the 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 supreme court more power than the supreme court has ever been handed in the history of the united states so we're pretty excited about it they now have the power to remove a sitting president and vice president and 385 members of the united states house of representatives and the u.s senate all those that refuse to allow a criminal investigation or just a simple investigation into the mountain of evidence that there was fraud or that there was mis misbehaving and uh, a lot of stuff going on that should have been investigated this is not about the outcome of the election this is about a security breach and those members of congress those people that stood in the way of our national security by allowing such a breach of a no investigation it was just unbelievable and so that's part of the suit they shouldn't have done that and uh, we'll see what happens you have any questions and before we move on today's show is sponsored by augusta precious metals they help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. Well, yeah, so, I mean, you, you covered a little bit. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted just to make sure everyone is very, very clear, uh, and you just mentioned it, all these members of Congress who allowed the certification, who didn't uh, do their duty to ensure that the evidence, which, you know, even at the time back then, we've now had two years uh, to really suss through all these things. We've had uh, Americans, citizen journalists, people researching into uh, the Dominion machines and all these numbers. We now know a massive amount more information about uh, all these vendors, about Runbeck and these people who are 
you know, now it's very clear have completely subverted the American electorate. Uh, but I, I just want to make and sure. It's not about the outcome. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's it's not. It's not about the outcome. This is about the voice of the American people. Uh, we have right it's about now a people. Security breach. It's, uh, yes. it's about a huge security breach on a, on a national level that they they compromised our security big time. And they have failed. They have failed in their duty and their oath of office. So I just want to I want to make sure that you you, you have a sec to uh, to point out uh, all of these people. And I I actually I was reading this uh, and I got these documents from sevendiscoveries.com. So I encourage everyone to go support them and and uh, and do so as well. Uh, but you, ha I love the uh, the remedies that you have uh, for all of these causes of action. Uh, I I can let you run through if you want specifically the causes of action, but you are oh, you asking that. that these Go people yeah. sure sure. Yeah. So I'm just going to run through these uh, real quickly. Uh, number one, first cause of action uh, is basically that each of these defendants have taken an oath. This is the oath of office, either as a senator, house member, president, vice president. Uh, and this is a promise to Brunson, and by extension, also we the people and everyone else who. Uh, is supposed to have their sacred vote counted in the United States and to have a fair election. Uh, th this You articulate this very well, and uh, or your brother, however this was drafted. Uh, Brunson, and therefore we the people, depend on a, uh, a fair and honest election, and you did so when you casted your vote in the presidential election 2020. The votes of the electors affecting the election were, pre uh, were presented... Counting were cased with allegations of fraud, as stated above. Uh, I'm not going to read all of this. Everybody, you really need to go read this lawsuit. Uh, the said oath of office requires defendants must fight against all enemies of the U.S. Constitution for Brunson and we the people. Uh, second cause of action. I'm going to skip down. Uh, the second cause of action, giving aid and comfort to enemies of the U.S. Constitution who willfully desire to invalidate Brunson's vote in violation of Brunson's right to have an honest and fair election. The defendants have constructive knowledge of evidence proving there was voter and election fraud. They refuted this information, claimed that the election was transparent and honest, and as such, invalidate Brunson's vote. This is now all things that have been proven over and over again. You have individuals like Schiff and Kamala Harris, all these people who just years before were, were screaming election fraud, saying that Donald Trump uh, was an illegitimate president that uh, Russians interfered. I mean, this this saga has gone on, gone on way too long now. Uh, third cause of action, per their oath of office, they had a duty to protect the uh, Brunson's right to vote in an honest and fair election. They were given the evidence that there was a rigged election. They intentionally refused to investigate. Uh, they had a duty and they failed. They refused such an investigation, which in invalidated Brunson's vote. Fourth cause of action, intentional infliction of emotional distress as to all defendants. Uh, and I mean, th this is uh, spot on too. Uh, daily emotional distress and suffering. Uh, yeah. I mean, now they've called everyone who's questioned the election. We've been banned on social media. We've been called election deniers, conspiracy theorists. People have lost their jobs. People have had families split apart. We're not even getting into uh, any of the fallout from what has happened over the last two years with COVID and uh, and the the results of this fraudulent presidency. Fifth cause of action fraud and i'll just leave it at that everyone uh should go read this uh six cause cause of action civil conspiracy uh as to all the defendants relief and this is pretty much identical for all causes 
Defendants are to be, one, removed from office with an order that they never be allowed to serve in any government office found anywhere in the United States, nor serve in the legal profession the rest of their lives. Two, defendants shall be forbidden to collect further payments, retirements, or income derived from the U.S. government for their services rendered, or disservices, more, more aptly. Judgment against defendants shall incorporate the fact that each of the defendants failed to protect the Constitution, which invalidated Brunson's vote. Uh, judgment against defendants shall incorporate that each defendant gave aid and comfort to enemies of the U.S. Constitution. Judge against defendants shall incorporate a recommendation they should be investigated for treason. Thank you. You're, you are Captain Obvious, you guys. It's a, a, t- a term that we love dearly on this show. Defendants, except for Biden, Pelosi, Harris, and Pence, shall each pay $1 million. Uh, as for defendants Pelosi, Biden, Harris, and Pence, they each pay $25 million. And it's ordered that Trump be immediately allowed to be inaugurated president of the United States. Uh, I mean, I honestly, I was, I was fist bumping the air when I was, when I was reading through these. Uh, and I, I find the timing interesting that, that they have allowed this to be heard, uh, that they're going to actually review this to, to be heard before the, the court. You mentioned. Well, they're going to vote on it. Yeah. It's not just yeah. heard. They're, they're discussing and taking a vote. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean this. This is huge. This you mentioned miracle. I feel like there are many miracles that must have uh, taken place in order for this to get to where it was. Do you see? Yes. Uh, so, so here I have two questions. Number one, uh, obviously, I, I just read the uh, you know some of the lawsuit and what you're asking for. Uh, just in your words, because I want you to say w- what could be the outcome that we see if they decide to hear this and they give a fair ruling. By our standards, uh, we could we could see a shift uh, with the one of my favorites that I kind of envision is we could see new directors of the Federal Communication Commission, which are which are presidentially appointed, um, and they take an oath to the Constitution. So we could see a uh, where the all the major news outlets would be forced to only they would be liable for lies. Where they're not now, they're land like crazy. It's they become a propaganda machine, and that would end. That could be maybe a seamless situation. Can we would probably be we might see a few seconds of dark, and then all of a sudden we see new people, you know, uh, with uh, new information that contradicts the lies that have taken place over the years. That's one of my kind of visions. Uh, it actually could be a smooth uh, transaction with the with the members of Congress. I could envision the U.S. Marshal Service simply taking a court order to the sergeant in arms with a list of names where the sergeant in arms would be under court order required to to um, actually cancel and validate the credentials of all of the defendants who currently hold federal office. So that would could be a smooth transaction. And, uh, and then as far as uh, uh, who the president would be during the interim, I'm thinking that the city, and I don't know what they're going to do or what they could do, but I'm thinking the sitting president, the person that was president at the time this happened, would probably be reinstated, and uh, and then uh, things would be sorted out after that as the dust settles. Well, and, and you know, so I want to preface this just so everyone knows, I am not an expert in any of this on the legal side. Uh, I want to say one thing. And we have right now, I mentioned in Arizona, we have people who are, uh, who are going there. There are people who have been there since Friday uh, demanding a new election because of what happened in Maricopa County, because of the overwhelming fraud that we saw 
and the brazenness that came from Katie Hobbs and all the effect, the officials in Maricopa County. But this is, you know, a, a group of Americans. What I love about this lawsuit uh, and about what you guys have done, you guys, you are a bunch of brothers. You know, as you mentioned, you said you were trumpet players. You guys, yeah, have, I mean, this brothers. is the Brunson brothers. I mean, Brunson brothers may save America. You guys have, uh, <laughs> you guys truly, I mean, this is the definition of American uh, patriots, of, of we the people come and bring in the heat and now reaching the highest, uh, you know, the highest judicial power in this nation. Uh, I mean, we've been so stuck and frustrated waiting on all these levers of power and these investigations and all these courts, they keep, you know, running out the clock or, you know, refusing to actually hear the evidence on all these lawsuits. And you guys have, you know, from the ground floor, we, the people, you guys have, have, I think shot straight to the jugular on this one. So I I just love everything about it. Right. That's a good point. I compare it to like the Achilles Hill story. And, uh, when Amy Coney Barrett was interviewed by the Senate, one of the senators asked her just to help people understand the Constitution a little bit here. Could you name the five, the five protections in the First Amendment? What, what rights does the First Amendment protect? And she says, what did she say? She said assembly, religion, press, speech. And then it's like she couldn't think of the fifth one. The fifth one is the Achilles heel. And the fifth one is petition for redress of grievances. And the reason we have not been able to in this country petition for redress of grievances is because the Congress has given themselves immunity. And that's what this whole case, that's what the defense attorneys were just pounding on was immunity. And so a decision in our favor would actually strip our representatives of the immunity that allows them to do anything they want. And once the immunity is gone, believe me, our our representatives, federal, state, and local, would be held accountable. And any immunity statutes within the states could be challenged with a Supreme Court authority, uh, you know, a, a lawsuit that would show the legal authority, and it would just be, it would just slam dunk, get rid of the immunity, which would open up uh, uh, liability claims against our representatives. That would, I think that would, that would shift the whole mentality or the, the the climate of who runs for office i mean who would how many criminals would want to run for office once their immunity is stripped right so this could have a, a, a great impact from the federal level right down to the local level in holding our representatives accountable yeah exactly well and they've done uh, such a good job at that i mean i know you mentioned Previously, you take uh, California. I mean, they've been actively looking to pass laws which shield them from everything. We know that half oh. of these Congress liars, they all get rich because they're insider trading. Uh, you have Adam exactly. Schiff now. Adam Schiff has been going for years saying, Donald Trump better s- comply with the subpoenas. Uh, how dare he? He's he's a lawless crook. And then he comes out, uh, you know, just in this last week and says, oh, I'd have to, I'd have to, you know, review the uh, the legal authority and, you know, the the actual scope of a subpoena before I say I'm going to testify. These people are such two-faced liars, and I would love nothing well, more than to see them accountable. Well, you mentioned California. There were actually, uh, I saw one of the perjury statutes in California, and it had a disclaimer. It had an exclusion. It says people can be held, account- held liable for perjury except except politicians with their oath of office. I mean, that's so blatant. It's like, 
Article 6 of the Constitution is very clear and it has not been amended. Okay, it hasn't been changed. Article 6 is very clear when it states they shall be bound by oath to this Constitution. Okay, being bound by oath contradicts, or I should say, their their immunity completely contradicts that. So this, this is this is a a constitutional issue we're raising with this petition. There's a lot in this petition, but that's part of my, one of my favorites is that they cannot claim immunity when Article Six of the Constitution requires that they be bound. They can't be bound if there's no penalty. Can you imagine signing a contract and you put a little disclaimer in there that I don't have to be bound by this contract because I have immunity? And that's what we've done to the Constitution. So there's some real constitutional issues that, that, that if the Supreme Court justices rule like they should move this forward, this is going to be a return and actually a return to a, a, a it's going to be a it's going to be a creation almost a restoration representative a republican form of government as required in the constitution a lot of people don't realize the democrat democratic is not even in the constitution and i cover that in my constitution sevendiscoveries.com i raise uh, I, I highlight things that have been overlooked for over 200 years so Democrat, democratic is not in the Constitution. Nation, the word nation is not even in the Constitution. We're not a nation. We really are not a nation. We're a union of nations. The Declaration of Independence defines state and union as being having the same meaning. So we're 50 nations that are supposed to be independent, coming together in a union. So we really should say instead of, I uh, salute the to, we should we should remove the word nation from the Pledge of Allegiance and replace it. <laughs> Here's a little side note there. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. <laughs> well, and again, I love this is uh, and the, your your picture's frozen. I think we still have you. Uh, but I mean, this no, is this is a, a I mean, the basis for all of this is constitutional, right? There, yes. Uh, I mean, I, don't, I, I think that if the Supreme Court uh, and this kind of leads into my follow up, if they look at this. 
uh, given how they've been ruling the last year, I have some hope. Uh, and I don't want to get into hopium because, you know, we've seen we've seen a lot of that. Uh, and, you know, we don't like to put all our eggs in one basket, obviously, because this is a multifaceted war. Oh, but we can hope. There's nothing but we wrong can. with hoping. Yeah, this could be a big happens, blow. If you hope and it happens, you, you've enjoyed it twice. If you <laughs> don't hope and it happens, you've only enjoyed it one time. And if you say it's not going to happen, then you've suffered one time, and then it does happen. So, yeah. Not hoping is just suffering. So you hope, you expect the worst outcome, but you hope for the best. That everyone knows that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I mean, I believe me. I'm gonna, you know, I, I try to just stay stay a little bit emotionally level because there's been so many so many things that yeah. that I've wanted to happen, but it would be yeah. really incredible because, again, given that the Supreme Court now has complete authority to uh, to adjudicate everything about this complaint, they could. Uh, if my understanding is correct, and you you can uh, correct me if anything uh, differs in your in your perspective, but they could remove all of these people. Uh, the criminal investigations would be separate because this is a civil suit, correct? Yeah. But, they could refer to the DOJ when we would have a new DOJ that could do this. But you're absolutely right; they have the power now to remove 387 federal officers from office permanently. They have that power. Whether they choose to use that power, we, we don't know. But they definitely have the power. We got it to the Supreme Court. The U.S. attorneys tried to keep us, tried to keep us down, tried to defeat us. And uh, it didn't work. We're there. So the uh, my my other question is is you know what happens if they you know because we've seen some of this before in other courts. This has been a judicial uh, pattern that we've seen is they they'll you know look at a case just to knock it down. Uh, my hope sure. and my feeling is that given what they were communicating with you and including the fact that they were encouraging you to get it you know, to get it to them quickly. Yeah. My feeling is that they're not going to do that, but there's a lot of hope I, can... I have in this case too, because the American people are, I think getting to a boiling point because we've seen such lawlessness and complete right. lack of accountability from the department of justice, from our intelligence uh... agencies, from all of these organizations, all these institutions. And this could be a way where the American people could start to have some faith put back in the levers of power in this country. And this could be a peaceful way to resolve a lot of this and take a big okay. chop out of, yeah. you know, chop the legs out. Um, Absolutely. Let me take a minute to, to give sure. some hope, I think. Sure. And that is three, three of the Supreme Court justices have already ruled in favor of Trump-related Supreme Court cases having to do with the election. Okay. And that is, that is San Alito and Clarence Thomas and John Roberts. They have voted in favor of those. What's odd is the three Trump appointees, appointees have, have have voted against it. Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Barrett have voted against Trump-related cases. But now, after they've done Roe versus Wade and all of the threats and the vile stuff they've had to put up with from the left, now they are in position to not only save this country, save the but they are in Hey, Lloyd, hold on one second. Give it one sec. You're, you're breaking up. Hold on one sec, Lloyd. I just want to make sure that we've got you sure. coming in. Okay, okay, I think we're good. Go ahead and just repeat the, that last sentence. Yeah, so we have, we have six justices that are, that are ready to do something good. 
And if you look at what's happening to them, we believe something really good is about to happen with that they're going to right. So we're not done. We have another case and we'll do a motion for reconsideration. Let's say they don't make the right decision. We'll file a motion for reconsideration. And with support from millions of Americans supporting a reconsideration motion, we could get them to to adjust that and to reverse their decision. So the battle isn't over yet. Give us give us a petition or give us death, right? <laughs> <laughs> give us a good decision and a good outcome or give us death. And we're gonna keep fighting till we till we get this happening. That's why we're here. We're here to to, to just fight this through the courts in a peaceful way. And this benefits everyone. This really benefits every single person, Democrat, Republican, independent, every everyone that would like freedom and liberty and would like a an honest and sound election. Yeah, amen. I uh and I I really do hope that that this uh this gets heard and it gets heard fairly. Uh because again, I truly think this could take a lot of the pressure out, but I want to I want to reiterate too. Oh, sure. Even if this gets slapped down, let's say that does happen. There's still a lot of hope that we should have. We have I mean, if anyone's oh. been paying attention, we've been talking about it a lot on this show. You have Brazil who's right now uh, even the military is very clearly signaling like it's going to take the side of the people and get involved to right. uh, resolve some of these election yeah. issues. You have uprisings. Even sure. China now is now fighting and basically demanding the uh, that Xi Jinping uh, step down after all the COVID lockdowns, after all these lies. Uh, we have, I think, some Kindle in Arizona because it was so in everyone's faces and that we have so many peaceful means available to us your lawsuit being one of them, uh, that, you know, a lot of the people who I think have been blackpilled, they just fail to see how much power they have as individuals. And I mean, you guys are doing this pro se, correct? I mean, you're, you're not, you weren't, you, you aren't career. Yeah. You're not career Supreme court lawyers, trial, trial attorneys. You are American patriots who decided to do the hard work. This would be, yeah, we've been told this would be a million to two million dollars to if we had hired attorneys to do all this up to this point. So, and we will do things that attorneys won't do because it's out of the box. Even attorneys don't follow the strict rules of civil procedure because they have their own kind of they have their own kind of environment that they work with that's not exactly accurate. So, so we stick we stick to their rules. We very strictly stay with their rules of civil procedure, and apparently. Uh, there are a lot of them that they're not familiar with that's help that are helping us a lot of the rules. Yeah. Awesome. But I, I just want to say, Loy, uh, so I'll give you, uh, we, we've, we've had you for, for almost, an hour. I really want to appreciate, and I want to tell you how much I appreciate you coming on and, and talking about this. I want to pray with you, uh, you know, for your case and for you and your family. Uh, I have a question. Thank how you. have you guys had the time to devote to all of this? I mean, because I well, can't imagine the dedication that you have that, or that has been that's needed another, to do this. That's another miracle. We've found ourselves uh, uh, without families. We don't have wives and children. And uh, so, you know, we want to we want to make up for that. <laughs> so we've had, the, we've had the resources and the time to, to do this. Of course, it's been pretty expensive. People can make a donation. That would be great. That would be very helpful. But that's another miracle that we've all been able to focus as much as we've been able to focus on this on this uh, situation. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, Loy Brunson, I got to tell you, the uh, Brunson brothers may very well go down as 
the founding fathers or among those ranks of the the new restored America. So I really, I really do hope that this goes well. Please keep me updated. Uh, as soon as this actually does uh, get put up on the Supreme Court site, let me know. I will release a video so that everybody knows exactly how to go search for it and find it. Yeah, yeah go to 7discoveries.com. We post real-time updates at 7discoveries.com. Awesome. So that's the, that's the number 7discoveries.com for everyone who's on audio. Uh, but please go check it out. If you can donate, uh, even if it is just a dollar, uh, I mean, these guys have been doing oh, great work. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. So your, your video is frozen, but I want to pray with you if that's all right, uh, Lloyd, before, before you hop off here. Go right ahead. All right. I got to take my Trump hat off again. I'm going to be wearing it with uh with much joy over the next few weeks but father god i want to thank you for the blessing that you have given us uh, in the men in the brunson brothers i want you to just fill with joy and with hope the american people and i i hope that you touch the hearts of all those connected to this case that the supreme court justices that they are in passion to do the right thing to to do what is right for the american people for their oaths for the future of this nation, of this great nation that we are all blessed with and have now been given an opportunity to protect. I just ask that you bless uh, Loy and his brothers and all those who are assisting them in this effort, that you bless them with health, that you cover them and keep them safe, that you give them all the tools that they need and all the fire in their spirits in order to keep doing the work that they're doing, to keep forging ahead. Uh, I, I pray that that this entire case, that it just serves as a symbol of what American people, what laymen, as they would call us, what we can accomplish if we set out on a righteous mission and we follow through with that with good men by our side. So I just ask that this may give the American people a remedy to the great injustices that we have all faced, that we may see some level of justice restored, that the scales may actually be balanced once again and we can start doing the rest of the hard work that you have in store for us to clean out the rest of this corruption that we have been plagued by i pray that those people who are in arizona i pray that they continue to do the hard work that the american people can come together like they've done in brazil like they've done in other countries that we can see the power that we have available to us if we stand up if we stand together and we do so with courage i just want to thank you for the blessings that we have again in the Brunson brothers. I want to thank you for the continued courage and the tenacity of those who are working in our Department of Justices, those who are coming forward, who are sharing truth, those who are refusing to bow down to this deep state, to this cabal, to this evil, to all the lies. And I pray that we can continue to move forward in peace, but in strength as well. So I just ask that you give us the Give us the tools and give us the direction. Let us know what weights we need to lift and let our hearts know that we have everything we need in order to do so. So please keep our brothers and sisters safe. Restore this nation and let us be agents to do so. We're so blessed and so grateful as we go into these holidays. Let us remember all the things that we can be joyful for and let hope and faith be our guiding directives, not fear. 
just hope and just faith in you and trust in ourselves being agents of your will. I pray these things in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. prayer. Thank you, Apollo. And thank you to all the viewers for their support. Absolutely. Lloyd, uh, please keep us updated. I'll, I'll be in touch with you. Uh, I know, I know Joe, he's at the Maricopa, uh, board of supervisors meeting right now, but I know he'd love to talk to you as well. So we'll definitely have you on again soon. Uh, are there social accounts where people can follow, you, follow you as well? I don't think so. I just think seven discoveries.com and we'll probably post some links there if, there if we decide to do something like that. So I think something's going to happen along those lines. So, but then go to the website and just keep checking that. Awesome. We'll do. Hey, Loy, going to be praying for you. It's really a pleasure to, uh, to have had you on. Keep doing your good work and, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, Apollo. Thanks for this, this great interview. Appreciate it. And the great prayer. Thanks again. And to all you viewers. God bless you, brother. Truly a pleasure. Lloyd Brunson, everybody. Man, I would love to be able to uh I would love to be able to to herald their name as some of the great patriots who uh who did the work to take back this nation. I'll tell you what. Uh I I, I will encourage all of you again, seven discoveries.com. That's the number seven discoveries.com. Uh you can go get their uh their filings. Uh and then like you mentioned, you can pay 30 bucks, get the physical copies, which is really cool. I'm gonna do that. Um but we have things going on in Maricopa now as well. I want to add one thing before I go over to that. Last night, I made a correction. Uh, and just so you guys know, we're going over today. I'm not going to cut it off at, uh, at the hour because there's so much going on. So I'm going to keep going. I want to uh, make sure that we're, we're giving you guys updates on what is going on in Maricopa. Uh, so before we are almost... Oh, look, I'm in the Matrix. I have blurred out into the Matrix. Uh, Go ahead and go to mypillow.com, get my coffee, whatever you got to do. Promo code CharlieDelta21. Uh, stock up for the holidays. You know, if you're going to get gifts, this is one of the best places to get them. Uh, they also have their overstock sale uh, where you can get up to 90% off on all their stuff. And you also get a Christmas 60 day money back guarantee, which is good through March 1st of 2023. So you can use promo code CD21. That's CharlieDelta21. And go get all the gifts. Go get all the presents and all that good stuff that you need. Uh, support Mike Lindell. He is uh, one of the people who who has been doing the hard work. He's one of the center of the wheels uh, on all this election fraud stuff. Um, and while you're there, guys, while you're here, uh, all of you, if you could please hit that. We've got uh, a ton of you watching right now just on Rumble. Uh, please hit the Rumble button. This lawsuit with, with uh, Loy that him and his brothers have been working on for the last two years, uh, please make sure that his message reaches everybody uh, so that they can see this uh, this lawsuit because not only is it a symbol of hope, but people need to be following this and we need to be paying attention to how the Supreme Court moves on this. Uh, and whatever happens, we need to be able and be willing and ready to move forward peacefully and to do so gathering as we the people, one people united. Uh, so hit the rumble button, share this uh, this show and, uh, share seven discoveries.com. I'm actually going to put that in the, uh, in the comments everywhere real quick. And there it is on D live and it's in the rumble rants and it's in the comments on rumble. 
and it's on the site and it's on Odyssey. Uh, so there we go. Now it is. Uh, so now what's going on in Arizona? As I mentioned earlier, they didn't really put out any, anything live because I was looking for it. They had a live stream, which they ended. Then another one that they put up, which didn't start until, uh, until we started. So to my knowledge, they pushed off the 8 o'clock to 9 or later. Um, I want to go over real quick the... Uh, no, actually, first I'm going to uh, update on the, the broadcast we did last night. We had an update. Uh, uh, great man, uh, John, had some numbers. There was a bit of an error in the numbers. So uh, I just wanted to make sure that today we corrected those, those numbers with all of you. I came back on and said, because uh, I was watching and I noticed that they didn't appear to be totaled right. And I, I kind of added them up. So I came on here. The new total that I have for the Republican side, if you remember, uh, we were talking about the discrepancy in the votes for the uh, Senate races versus the governor, Senate, uh, Senator, uh, Secretary of State, Attorney General, and the Treasurer. And there was a really big discrepancy. So I'm going to put up these new numbers. And if anyone wants to check these, please do so. But where is it? Let's put this up. Let me take this guy off. Um, so here is some new numbers that we have. Uh, and the total for the Senate races, we have, before the incorrect total was, I think it was 595,000. Uh, and I added it up, I got 900 and something. Um, and both of these were a little bit off. So we have now for the total for the state, for the Arizona State Senate race is 1.3 million or 1,314,007 for the Republican side and on the Democrat side, 979,121. So it wasn't the difference that, uh, you know, when originally we were looking at this of like six, 700,000 votes. It's still several hundred thousand votes though. So the concept is still, uh, still valid. It just, the gap wasn't as big as uh, as we thought yesterday when we had those numbers that weren't totaled correctly. Uh, so here you can see the the new total. We are still looking at, uh, if you like 979, you're still looking at two, 300,000 votes uh, for some of these races that are different, which again, mathematically makes no sense. So still call them baloney. Uh, and we, we need a new election. They absolutely stole this. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, 
and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America. America.